In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 161st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons improved to 3-7 and today with a 29-3 win over the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. Made it on back to the ATL. After the game and dropping the podcast for you right now, late night after the victory. We're going to call this one Walking Through the Dark to Get to the Light. We'll give those words credit from Kenyon Barner. We're going to hear from Kenyon, Matt Ryan, Desmond Trufant. And also, we'll start off here by giving a a big hand clap to Matt Ryan, who moved into the top 10 all-time passing yards list uh, by moving past Warren Moon tonight. He now has 49,383 yards passing. Moon has 49-325. Next up for Matt Ryan will be John Elway, who's at 51,475 yards passing. I'm not going to even do the the different eras and, and the rule changes and so forth and go through all that. We'll just give you the numbers to keep it moving. Matt's doing a great job. 12 years, 49,000 yards. 383, 49-383. We're going to also look at the defense, the key to the sacks. I got the information on on that, uh, on how they're getting sacks where they haven't been getting them. And then we'll look over the defensive stats from the game. Also note the star here of the game was Kelvin Ridley. Caught eight of his eight targets for 143 yards. Uh one touchdown there. Did a little dance in the end zone for his mom. Uh, he says that's how she moves around the house. He had talked to her before the game, and uh, so she was watching. I'm sure she enjoyed his little dance for her. Well, let's go ahead and get to the stars of the game. Kenyon Barner with the 78-yard punt return. He said he had a motorcade to take him to the house, but we'll let you hear from him and let let him tell you all about it. And you know, you, you started 
electric career here, extensive time here. Was it great for the, how'd you feel getting it against the former team and so forth? No matter who's against. Mm-hmm. You know, I have nothing but respect for the Mr. Temple, um, even going back before that, Mr. Richardson, Mr. Gettleman, um, these guys opened the door for me. They, you know, they gave me a foot in the door, so it didn't matter who it was against me. They've been against them, they don't make a difference. It's just another thing, and it just happened to be here. It seems like everything's coming together. You've been, you know, offense, defense, and special teams for the unit. But the team, I mean, how does that feel to see that, you know, everything coming together, the coverage, the returns? Kenyon Barner discussing his punt return, the outlook for the team. He, he was uh, brought into the league by the Panthers. They gave him his foot in the door, and he uh, he didn't care that it came against them he, as long as it came against any team in the NFL. So he was talking about David Tepper, Jerry Richardson, and David Gettleman, all uh, well, the two form, one form, former owner and former uh, general manager for the Carolina Panthers. Here is quarterback Matt Ryan. Hello, Matt. Can you uh, explain uh, the, uh, the outburst here? Same uh, thing as last week. Two weeks in a row, put together uh, four quarters of football and uh, came away with a victory. Yeah, I thought we played uh, complimentary football today really well. Uh, defense played outstanding. Did a great job of, of getting after the quarterback all day. Created turnovers, which was huge. Uh, you know, we had a special teams touchdown with Kenyon, which was, you know, a great momentum boost in the first mm-hmm. half. And then, you know, offensively, we did enough to get the job done. We played against good defense. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're solid on that side of the ball. And uh, we made the plays we needed to to get the job done. What was open offensively? They, you know, coming in and giving up a, lot, a bunch of running yards, but they were able to stop the run. But you all were able to find something to, to work for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they made a commitment to stop the run today. They had, you know, numbers in the box the, the entire game and, mm-hmm. and they're good I mean they've got they've got good defense alignment very good linebackers uh, safeties are physical in the run game as well and they did a good job of taking that away but we've got special players on the outside and um, you know guys that can make you pay and, and both our guys Julio and Calvin uh, they played extremely well today. Reed had a huge game, so it was it was great to see from him. Pat, talk a little bit about what a defense performance like this does for you as an offense and what you can do. Well, it's huge. I mean, when you're creating, I think we have four turnovers on the day. When when you're creating turnovers like that, uh, it's you know it's just you're getting extra possessions and, and you're taking away possessions from them. It just gives you such um, you know such an advantage. I think offensively. We didn't do a good enough job uh, of capitalizing on all those turnovers. Uh, we had some short field opportunities that we didn't come away with points, uh, which is an area we can definitely improve. 
but you know the way our defense played, you know, it gives you a chance every week. Coming out of your bye week, what do you think has been the big difference in this team the last two weeks that y'all come back and just really played well against the teams that were the number one and two teams at that time in your division? Yeah, I think we've just you know we've played consistent. You know, at, at certain times throughout the year, we've we've played really well. Uh, we just haven't been able to consistently do it for four quarters and. Uh, the consistency and the focus has been there the last two weeks, and uh, that's something that we need to bottle and, and, and use that as we move forward. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan with some words of wisdom about moving forward. Now, cornerback Desmond Trufant returned to the lineup uh, against the Panthers, had missed four games with a uh, turf toe injury came back had seven tackles one tackle for loss an interception one pass to fits desmond true font been executing um you know before we just weren't we were flat uh no energy you know but now you know uh you can see it you know we're having fun out there and uh we capitalizing on our opportunities you know and we um we just playing our ball you know and that's really all we're doing and you said a moment ago to, to jason you know we still control our own destiny do you allow yourself to think about the you know big picture stuff based on the, the way y'all have been playing the last two yeah definitely i mean it's not over till it's over you know so we still got a lot of ball left and you know if we do what we're supposed to do you know we can be right where we want to be so um, I'm excited, you know, how we're playing, but we just got to keep stacking them every week. Sure, this defense hadn't forced a turnover since year two in week two. Uh, mm-hmm. How good did it feel to get the balls going your guys' today? It felt great. I mean, that, that's, that's um, game-changing plays, you know. Um, it kills the momentum of the other team, you know, when we get turnovers. And, uh, you know, gives our offense momentum as well, too. So it's big, you know. We just got to keep uh, going after the ball. What was working for you? Y'all against Kyle Allen uh, today. Um, we was mixing it up a little bit, and um, you know we was challenging guys. You know they made a couple plays, but for the most part we kept them in front of us. Uh, when, we, when they got to the red zone, we made them pay. So um, yeah, we just been playing our ball, man. Um, at the end of the day, I like how we just the effort, the energy, we having fun, mm-hmm. playing with swagger. You know that's 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 when we play our best. So I like I like where we're going. Oh, your pick. Um, describe um, how you got to the ball, how you found the ball now. Oh, I mean, that was just a, um, what they call it, um, you know, I just seen, I, that's just a study play, you know, uh-huh. they, they they ran that, you know, the spray, and I knew that route was coming, you know, so, um, you know, that's just film study from the coaches and myself, you know, so I was just able to make a play, and he threw it to me. It looked like he was running a route. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I ain't seen it yet, you know, but yeah, I was, uh, I was all over it, you know, I just wanted to come out, you know, I had, I've been out for a couple games, so I just wanted to come out, play aggressive, play fast, not second guess, not think about, you know, Desmond Trufant, his first game back and his uh, fine job he did against the uh, Carolina Panthers. Now, uh, the other big thing, they had the turnovers. They got four interceptions that had not had one in seven games since the uh, second game against the Eagles. Uh, Trufant had one. Uh, Devondre Campbell had one. Ricardo Allen and DeMonte Casey had the picks to uh, lead the turnover parade. But also, the pass rush came back up to life again with five sacks and ten quarterback hits with Adrian Claiborne leading the way this week. It was Grady Jarrett last week. He uh, slowed a little bit after they chop-blocked him uh, early in the game. 
But Claiborne had two for 22 and a uh, two tackles for loss and three quarterback hits there. Adrian Claiborne was bringing the noise on Sunday. But one of the keys about the sacks is uh, they've been using the defensive ends 1.5 yards wide. Vic and Tack, of course, are down in the three-point stances, and they're getting some success out of Grady and Adrian Claiborne on the same side. The little details are helping out in a big way with the pass rush for the Falcons. Now, uh, looking at the defensive stats, so we, you know, really was a star. Ryan had his yards, uh, you know, um, they shut down the running game. There wasn't uh, much room to run there. Brian Hill uh, had 15 carries for 30 yards, two-point yards a carry. Uh, overall, they uh, didn't do pretty good. 26 carries, 54, 2.1. Uh, the, the Panthers were lined up to take that run away, and they did. Really broke loose for 143. Julio had six for nine, six of eight targets for 91 yards. Uh, we only have, they only had the one touchdown. Then, uh, you know, the, everybody else kind of chipped in a little bit. Gage with two catches for 32. Jaden Graham uh, caught two for 23 with uh, Austin Hooper out. Justin Hardy got more action than normal. We got two for 14. Hill had one for eight. Christian Blake had one for three. Uh, had a big block on the Barnier uh, kickoff return, too. Well, he tried to block, but it, it, he, he he lost on the block, but uh, gave Barnier some room to get up the field. But, yeah, key play in the uh, punt return there by uh, Christian Blake. I counted about five big blocks. The of course, uh, Barner makes the first guy miss, then gets the block from Blake, then gets uh, gets behind and get blocks from Bleeding uh, Way Ray Wilson and Jermaine Grace, and then he's off to the race. And I think it's Olison with the last block on the punter. Uh, he gets behind that motorcade, like you said, and kept it moving. So, yeah, they got a little bit from everything, offense, defense, and special teams today. Uh, that's what you talk about is complimentary football. Didn't beat themselves, made the young quarterback look like a young quarterback. And that's always a good thing. Uh, you know, they got down the field because uh, McCaffrey did have a – yeah, let's just look at that line real quick. I mean, he's putting up yards at the crazy pace, but, I mean, they're not scoring, so it doesn't – I mean, you know, it's, it's like uh, 10,000 yards to nowhere. You know, the running backs that have those yards, but they don't, teams don't win and they're never going to playoffs. So, uh, but he had 14 for 70 rushing, and then he got uh, 11 catches for 121 in the pass game. So, you know, that's 191 yards of work uh, out, of a, out of 25 touches. So, he's not the problem. Uh, they got a, you know, having a great season there, but they're five and five now with the Falcons, uh, three and seven. Now they were led, and as we wrap up here, uh, they were led in tackles by uh, Devon Vondre Campbell, who had eleven. And, uh, you know, he was all over the field today, uh, covering a lot of different folks, but getting around the field. Uh, saw him in cover, saw him in the backfield, saw him getting the interceptions, saw him defending the pass. 
So good for him, you know. Uh, I think he's a free agent at the end of the season. I don't know if they have money to sign him, but he's, you know, putting some good stuff out there. He's going to get him paid somewhere. Deion Jones, eight tackles was second. Then you had Trufon and Fourier Olicon with seven apiece. And followed by Ricardo Allen with six. Now, the um, also should be noted, uh, Isaiah Oliver had a good day. Three uh, tackles. Uh, they just have him for one uh, quarter. No, he doesn't have a quarterback. He's got two passes defense, though. And uh, you saw him make a couple plays. So it's good to see the second-year man, uh, you know, fight through some tough times now. And it's uh, turned the corner probably at that cornerback position. So with that, we're going to wrap it up here with the 161st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons who are walking through the dark to get to the light in the season that started 1-7. They're off to host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium at 1 o'clock. The battle to get out of last place. Both teams are three and seven. Take care and have a great rest of the week. We'll look at the Bucks on Wednesday. Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.